0: Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah, and ahmaduhu wa nussallihi wa nussallimu ala rasulil karim. Most respected brothers, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Indeed, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created us. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made a system. That this insan is made of his qualities. Insan is made of his qualities. One is the physical qualities. You find a person is short, another one is tall, another one is fat, and another, another person is thin. So these are with regards to his physical self. One hadith, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa says, al Muslim al qawi wa ahabu ilallah. A Muslim who is strong, his physical self, he's strong. He's more beloved by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Why? Because he can serve himself and he can serve others as well. He can make khidmat of himself, he can serve others as well. But besides that, the physical self, that will last us in this dunya. It will be good for us in this dunya whether the person is handsome whether a person is very strong, whether a person is very fat, whether a person is very good and carrying weights or whatever. But that will last is last the Qabr. Now there is no more use of that body. Now all that physical stays behind. What goes ahead is the inner qualities. The spiritual self, the inner qualities. So Allah Taala made us of these physical qualities and the inner qualities as well. So much so that someone wants to describe a person... So he'll use his physical qualities, he's short, he's like that, his nose is like that, his eyes are like that, his ears are like that. If he cannot manage to describe that person, then he'll bring his inner qualities, he's such a good person. He's a person who has good akhlaq, he's a person who's very calm. Oh, na'uzu in other times, some people are described as, he's a very terrible man, always angry. Nauzubillah, doesn't ever have a smile on his face. Allahu akbar. So, insan is made of these qualities. Sahaba رضي anhum. there were such people which even the kings of that time used to mock at them. used to say, we do not want to take them even as slaves, leave them where they are. So the, the, the halat and qualities were so bad. But Nabi wasallam came, Nabi wasallam brought Islam, and this Islam brought such qualities. When they adopted these qualities of Islam, when they adopted these qualities which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants to see on us, then they became an example to the whole dunya till the day of Qiyamah. رضي Allahu wa و Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is pleased with them. Sahaba, some used to be robbers, highway robbers. And then at the end of their lives, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, so and so will be in Jannat with me. What was this? When they brought these qualities, when they changed their inner self, when they walked on the inner self. So this is what our, our maqsad in this life, is how we'll change ourselves, how we'll bring these qualities. Which of Nabi sallallahu, wa sallam, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam taught us, the Quran teaches us. So when you bring these qualities, my dear brothers, then we'll get the Jannah, then we'll get the closeness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In one hadith, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa says, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa says, khaslatan, two qualities, two things, to the khilan al-Jannah. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa said, I haven't seen any two things which take people most into Jannah. Hus, uh, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says that taqwa and good qualities, good, good character, two things which take the most people into jannahs. SubhanAllah, imagine, my usad always used to tell us, whenever he used to narrate this hadith, he used to tell us that if a father has to tell his son that I like this food, for example, I like honchos, I like to eat it, honchos, or I like to eat KFC, whatever it is, I like to eat that. What the son will do, immediately he'll run, he'll try to get, he'll try to please his father. Nabi sallallahu alayhi Wasallam is saying these two qualities Allah loves. Allah likes these two situations. It should run and, uh, and adopt these qualities. Taqwa, fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, love for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in husnul khulq, good character. One side, Nabi sallallahu alayhi Wasallam is giving great tidings. A person with good qualities, a person with husnul khulq, he'll enter into Jannah. On the other side, Nabi sallallahu alayhi Wasallam, once he comes and asks, Sahaba radiallahu anhum. Muflis. Do you know who is a bankrupt person? Do you know who is a bankrupt person? Then sahaba say, Bala, ya Rasulullah. We do not know who is a bankrupt You tell us. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa says, he's is a man. Atayom al-qiyamah. He'll come in the day of qiyamah. And he'll have good, lot of amal. A lot of good amal to present before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Subhanallah in the akhirat. Like how in this dunya, if you take the currency of Zimbabwe and you bring it to South Africa, even if you go to a normal shop, no matter how much it is, you present in that shop and say, I want to buy something. That person will say, I do not recognize this currency. I don't know what this here he has so much value. You take the same rents, travel to USA, to Dubai, to, to, to Malawi, or to some other country close by. Take the same rents and tell him, I want to buy something. Illa mashallah, majority of the people, businessmen, they'll say, I do not recognize this money. I do not know what is this. I cannot take it. So like that in the akhirat as well. You go to the akhirat, you do not bring the right currency which is a'mal, the currency of the akhirat. Subhanallah, in the day of Qiyamah, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam alayhi said, men will be brought before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah ta'ala will question him, what have you brought forward? What have you sent forward? That man will say, ya Allah, you gave me so much of wealth. You gave me so much gold and silver. I left in dunya piles and piles of wealth, so much gold and silver. And say, Allah, give me one chance. I'll bring everything before you. I'll go back to the dunya. I'll bring everything before you. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala asked for the second time. What have you brought forward? What have you answered in the same way? I have left so much wealth behind. One chance, I go to the dunya, I'll bring everything before Allah Subhanahu. Allah Taala will for the first, for the third time. What have you brought forward? That man will give the same answer. Subhanallah, he didn't recognize. He didn't think that in the akhirat the currency is different. This rain, what you're going to do with it in the akhirat. So this man, Allah Subhanahu, didn't command the Malaika, take him into Subhanallah, this currency. A'mal. So this man will be brought before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala تَدْرُونَ مَنِ الْمُفْلِسِ Do you know who's a muflis, a bankrupt person? Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa is questioning. Muflis, one is a gharib, one is a miskin, one is a poor person. And then comes a muflis, a person who have lost everything. He thought that he got something, but he have lost everything. He's totally bankrupt, totally disgraced. He doesn't have anything in his possession. So this is a muflis. In the day of Qiyamah, he'll come with a lot of good a'mal. He'll come before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The currency is there. SubhanAllah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is granted us in this dunya. That you can exchange this currency. You know recently we've been in one country, Nigeria. So when we went to Nigeria, Allahu Akbar, we complain so much of our country, South Africa. So the ulama say, just go one, one border away, go to the next country in Africa. What we do, we compare ourselves in this amount of selfie we live. Recently we were listening to one report prepared by Oxford, Oxford University. He said the wave of despondency and the amount of suicide rate which is today we've never seen before. Was never seen before. People are losing hope in everything. And what makes them become so depressed? They say number one, the factor number one which makes people become so depressed is the social media. Why social media? Because the more they get involved in social media, the more they look at others. Social media, what is the maqsad? Everyone will post some status. Everyone will do something. Someone went to eat down the road, he'll post what he ate. Someone traveled to some place, he'll post what he what, what he did over there. So now you're sitting over here. And now you think, yeah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blessed that man so much. And me, I didn't, I didn't get blessed. billah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave you opportunity to travel to Cape Town for some holiday. Whatever it is, Allah blessed you. You took your family, you went to Cape Town. Your cousin went to Dubai. Now in social media he's blasting his pictures of Dubai. Now you're sitting, looking over there and getting despondent. Allah didn't give me so much. Why gave him so much? Now Where is Allah. gave you everything. So in this Zamana of today, look, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, the ulama explained a simple prescription. If you want happiness in this time, simple prescription from the life of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, from the Mubarakah hadith of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. If a person is sick and he goes to the doctor, then the doctor will give him a prescription, what he must take. If he takes that, he'll come right, Inshallah. So like that, the ulama, the sahih ulama, right ulama. That's why today's zamana, we have to follow the right, right ulama. Other than social media, there's a lot of ulama as well. <laughs> but what, what they're teaching, they make people even worse at what they were. Recently, one Ali was explaining, in a very jovial note, he was explaining that there was a hakim. Hakim is like a, a doctor. So the Hakim happened to go and visit someone in the Kabrastan, person who passed away, some of his relatives. So he went to the Kabrastan, he see one grave. So he saw the name written in that grave, he said, Allah, Tawbah, Tawbah, Astaghfirullah. He's walking, he saw another grave. Allah, Astaghfirullah. He saw another grave, he took his, his, his shawl and he covered his head, and he's leaving the Kabrastan. So the person with him said, Hakim, Sab, why are you leaving the Kabrastan like that? He said, Astaghfirullah, all these are my patients. All these are my patients. Looks like I gave wrong medicine to everyone. All of them are lying here. So like that, we go to the wrong ulama, carry on following social media, what will happen? Wrong medicine, wrong tariqah, wrong prescription, then what will happen? Our iman will also die. We'll also leave that little bit iman we got in this time of today, that also we're going to lose. Allah Ta'ala protect us. So my dear brothers, this, I was speaking about uh, Nigeria. So Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam prescription. Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam prescription uh, the, the prescription from the mubarak hadith of nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam in the time of today number 1 always keep a smile in your face always keep a smile in your face this is number one number the first thing to fight your depression number 2 be content with whatever you got be content with whatever allah subhanahu wa taala gave you have tawadu in your life if you do not have so much be content humble yourself allah subhanahu wa taala has promised man tawadu adillah, rafahu allah fi dunya wal akhirah a person who humbles himself for the sake of Allah, Allah will raise him dunya, kabar in and In the third aspect, in the prescription of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, with regards to dunya, unzur ila man asfala minkum. Look at those who are below you. You go to Corolla, mashallah, alhamdulillah. Model 98, no problem. There's thousands of people who do not even have a car. You got a small house, make shukr. Look how many people living in the conditions here next door to us. Now, I was a land cruiser, and he's blasting in his status or whatever, his social media. I'm going to look at his land cruiser, I'm going to look at my Corolla. Astaghfirullah, Allah didn't give me anything, na'udzubillah. Whereas Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has us so, so much. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is teaching us, look at those who are below you, that shukr will come from their heart. So recently we went to a country called Nigeria. Here in this country, we always complained about load shedding, load shedding, load shedding. We went to Nigeria, wallah my dear brothers, in that country people say we only have light shedding. Light shading in the sense that for two hours during the day they have lights, the rest of the day they have no lights. We complain about potholes, there is no r- roads left in that country. We complain about the government, there is no police force over there in that country also. If some come, ca- someone comes and rob you, hijack you, police can't do anything. Such situation, such halat, we should make sugar for what we got. The more sugar give us, the more uh, Allah SWT will distance us from the problems, from the difficulties of this dunya. So in this country, Nigeria, when we went, one of our satis had to exchange some money. So he exchanged more or less $50, not much. So those $50 he exchanged in the the currency of Nigeria, subhanAllah, he had so much money in those notes. Literally he had to carry in in a bag. He used to take one bag of money all over, wherever he used to go. So when you're coming back from that country because of the condition, whatever is there, in the airport, also we came within the time, but they say no, the check-in is closed already. We came two hours before the flight. They said check-in is closed already. So they rush, rush. That the full rush. Then our sati forgot to exchange his money back into dollars or into rands, whatever he could bring back to South Africa. So now he came to South Africa with this big bag of money from Nigeria, such a big bag. Now when he came here, first thing is looking for someone who's going to take this money. So he went to some satis from Nigeria, some brothers. Will you take this money? He said, sorry, I cannot do so much with this, anything with this. He went to another person, sorry, I cannot do. Another person, sorry. Until he got tired, he gave, took and gave to someone, please, whenever you go to your country, take this. all this money. Such a big pile. So like that, my dear brothers, in the akhirat, a person will have such a big, so much money he left in this dunya. Such a big bank account. But what is the good in the akhirat? <laughs> if you do not exchange that into the a'mal, he did not brought the currency of the akhirat. Subhanallah, that's why... Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam now is saying The man who will come before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala And he brought the amal, right currency Allah ta'ala gave us in this dunya the chance, the opportunity of exchanging this currency There was a great pious man, very very pious His name was Ja'far bin Sulaiman Ja'far bin Sulaiman rahmatullahi He used to spend his time, he used to stay in the company of Malik bin Dinar rahmatullahi so Ja'far bin Suleiman he narrates this incident. He say, once I was walking with Malik bin Dinar. And as we were walking, we saw some one youngster. He's building a beautiful palace. Very beautiful. But the palace is half built. The youngster is standing in front of the palace and is giving command to the people, to the slaves or whatever it was. I want a room like that. I want a house like that. I want a place like that. And they're building however he sees. So Malik bin Dinar, he sees that youngster. Now understand, my dear brothers, that dard, the gham, fikr, that worry in the heart of this wali of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for that youngster. This is what you should learn. That's why ulama explain, come out in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Join those people who are in the masjid day and night, calling towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Create this gham, create this fikr, create this worry. Create this concern in your heart for every umati of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Recently in Turkey there was an earthquake. What, What lesson have you taken from that? How much rum and fikr we have from that? How much worry we have that people are dying without anything to eat? People are dying in that, that cold winter. How much worry is there in our hearts for these people? How much dua have we made for them? Did one tear came out from my eye? At least one, one pain came in your heart that the Muslim of today, Ummat of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is going through all that, but nothing is happening to us. The same blunted blanted guna, sin which we are committing day and night, that is carrying on. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is showing us He's showing us sign after sign, sign after sign. So Malik bin Dinar ali, that fikr, that gham, that worry, he says, Oh Ja'far, look at that youngster, such a handsome youngster. Such a handsome youngster, I feel like making dua that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala remove the love of dunya from his heart. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make him one of the youth of Jannat. That he becomes a person who Jannat becomes wajib upon him. That should be the concern of every mu'min. That should be the worry of every person. That should be in the heart of each one of us. That how come each one of us, including myself, everyone should become a youth from the youth of Jannah, or a man from the men of Jannah. So Malik bin Dinar, he holds the hand of Jafar, he says, Jafar, let's go and speak to this youngster. So they go to the youngster and they make salam. Jafar says that there's this man, such a great personality, Malik bin Dinar. So he answers the salam. Malik asks him, what is your name? He says, so he says, what are you doing? He says, I'm building this palace. So Malik bin Dinar, rahmatullah, asks him, that how much do you keep... Aside to build this palace. How much money are you going to invest in building this palace? So youngster says, I'm going to invest 100,000 gold coins, 100,000 dirham to build this palace. So Malik Rahmatul Ali says, whilst they're speaking, the man recognized that this is Malik bin Dinar. He heard it before about him. So he moves from his chair, that youngster. He says, Malik, you sit in your, in this, in this chair. Malik says, no, you carry on. Then he says, give me all that money which you kept aside to build this palace and I am promising you a palace much better than that in Janet. A palace which is full of slaves, full of walkers for you. A palace which the woman in that palace you cannot even imagine. A palace which is made with bricks of gold and silver. The cement of that palace smells better than mushk we cannot even imagine. A palace which is made of rubies, beautified with, 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 with silver, with, beautified with such diamonds we never imagined in our lives. The sand of that, of that, of that palace is made of zafaran, saffron. So he describes this whole palace to, to the youngster. He says, give me all that hundred thousand gold coins. That I promise you this palace. So the youngster says, give me some time to think. Come back tomorrow. So Malik, he goes home. The whole night he spends in the ibadat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. At the time of Tahajjud, he raises his hand. Again, that fear, that gham, that worry for the Ummah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He's crying before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that Allah free this youngster from the worries of the dunya. Make him one of the youth of Jannah. The next day he goes with Ja'far and they go to the youngster again. The youngster was very happy to meet Malik bin Dinar. He says, Malik, I was waiting for you. Malik says, what is your decision? He says, he, he brought the hundred thousand gold coins. He put in front of Malik. And with that he brought a piece of paper. He says, promise me right down here, whatever you promise me, that you're going to guarantee me a palace in Jannah with so much so description. So Malik Rahmatullahi, he writes, Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim." from Malik bin Dinara. He promised this youngster this palace. And he puts all the descriptions of, of, of that palace and something much better. And he says, on exchange of 100,000 gold coins, which I'll spend on the part of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Ja'far bin Sulaiman Rahmatullahi, he says, not even one minute passed. Malik bin Dinar took all, those, all that wealth, all that money, those gold coins, and started distributing among the poor. By the night, every single dirham was spent. Malik bin Dinar had no food for himself to eat in the night. Forty days passed. After forty days, Malik bin Dinar, after Fajr, he's in the masjid. He sees, in the member of the masjid, he sees a piece of paper. He, he holds that piece of paper. It's the same which he wrote for the youngster. Behind the piece of paper was, was written, Bara'atu min Allah li Malik bin Dinar. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has freed Malik bin Dinar from the promise he made to the youngster. Allah didn't grant him one palace, Allah granted him 70 times more than, than that. Then Malik takes the paper and he goes and he's coming out of the masjid. They go past uh, Jafar bin Suleiman says we were together and we went past the, the house of this youngster. And you can notice some dullness in this, in this house. People are crying. You can see that there is some janaza taking place. We go inside, we ask who passed away, the same youngster. Then a man comes forward and says, I am the man who gave, who gave the ghusl and I put the kafan for this youngster. But here the ajib ajib wasiat. Before he passed away, he says that this piece of paper must be kept within, inside my, my kafan and paper. So Malik takes out that paper and says, is this the same piece of paper? He says, wallahi, by the qasam of Allah is the same one. And behind it is written, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has freed Malik. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has granted this youngster not even, not one, but seventy times more that which Malik has promised. Then at that moment, Malik rahmatullahi starts crying. Another youngster is there. He stands up and says, Malik, he had the whole incident. He says, Malik bin Dinar, I promise you I'll give you 200,000 gold coins, cash. Make another piece of paper like that for me. Malik says, the time. Youngster struck a deal. This is the deal Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us in this dunya. How are we going to exchange this amal, this this currency of the dunya, we're going to exchange into the currency of the akhirat. So this man will come in the day of Qiyamah. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, يَتَدْرُونَ مَنِ الْمُفْلِسِ There was a bankrupt person. In the day of Qiyamah, he'll come before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He got a lot of currency of the Akhirat. And then he'll come before Allah. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will command the Malaika. Is there anyone claiming against him? Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, وَقَدْ shatter mahada, wa مَالَ هَادَ He was very good, made good, lot of amal. But one thing, he had no good character. His character was wrong, was bad. So he insulted someone, he oppressed someone, he had ate the wealth of someone. Because of that, all his amal will be taken and given to those people. Then Allah will command, is there anyone still claiming? They say, yes, there's people claiming against him. So then take his good deeds and give it to them. So much so that this person will be then, command will be given, they take him and throw him headlong into the fire of Jahannam. A man which came with so much, but had no character. He had had no good character, he had no worry about anyone, he had no tawadu, no humility, pride. Subhanallah, I'll just conclude with this one incident. There was a man, my ustad always used to tell us about this incident. A man in India, that he was like a beggar. He had no one hand was amputated. So everywhere he used to walk in the street, and he used to say, Kuch ibrat sikna hai If you want to learn something in life, then ask me. So someone went and asked him, What is the ibrat? What is the lesson in life you want to give us? So that man says, I was a man with a lot of pride. No akhlaq, no good character. He was full of pride. So he says, I used to walk, I was a policeman. I used to walk in this, in this area. One day there was a very poor man. He went, he never had money, he had nothing. All he had was two gold, two, two coins. So he took those two coins, he went to buy some fish. Whilst he was going back home, I saw him carrying that fish. I told him, where are you taking this fish? He said, I'm taking home. I got children, I got a wife. We have nothing else to eat besides this. So that man says, I took that fish I told him, go away. The man pleaded me. He asked me, give me back. That's the only food I got. I told him, go away. So the man went. Says, I went home. I gave the fish to my wife. I told her to prepare it. She prepared it. While, whilst I was eating, one of the tons of the fish poked my hand. From that one wound came out. From that wound started spreading, spreading. I went to the doctor. They say you have to amputate your finger. They thing didn't stop. After a while, spread more. They said, you have to amputate your hand. And then they cut off the, the arm. And then the forearm. Almost the whole arm was gone. Then this man once had a dream. And in the dream someone's asking, till when this thing is going to carry on? Till you give your whole life? Your whole limbs must be cut off? When are you going to make tawbah to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? That man says, I went and I made tawbah to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ask, mouth from that man. Immediately my sickness came right. Immediately the sickness came right. So, my dear brothers, and that's why he says, "Kuch to Learn from these incidents in life. Learn from these incidents what the pride has brought to the people. What the bad, bad akhlaq has brought to the people. On the other side, Nabi Muhammad رَضِيَ اللَّهُ wa وَرَضِيَ اللَّهُ What was the special quality? Mantawaz adillah Rafaullah fit dunya wal akhirah. The person who humbles himself for Allah subhanahu wa taala, Allah will raise him in dunya, kabir and akhirah. May Allah taala grant us taufiq wa akhiru da'wan alhamdulillah.